Istanbul is one of the most energizing cities in the world. It perfectly combines modernity and ancient sites, a place that can be a feast for the eyes and the senses. Turkey's most charismatic metropolis is bursting with energy and has an unrivaled appetite for life. Sites Topkapi Palace Possibly the most iconic monument in Istanbul, the opulent Topkapi Palace is a highlight of any trip. The palace was begun by Mehmet shortly after the conquest in 1453, and the Ottoman sultans lived in this impressive environment until the 19th century. It consists of four massive courtyards and a series of imperial buildings, including pavilions, barracks, audience chambers, and sleeping quarters. Hagia Sophia, Church of Holy Wisdom. No doubt you will gasp at the overblown splendor of Hagia Sophia, Hagia Sophia, one of the world's most glorious buildings. Built as part of Emperor Justinian's 527-65 effort to restore the greatness of the Roman Empire, it was completed in AD 537 and reigned as the grandest church in Christendom until the conquest in 1453. The exterior does impress, but the interior, with its sublime domed ceiling soaring heavenward, is truly over the top. After the Turkish conquest and the subsequent conversion of Hagia Sophia to a mosque, hence the minarets, the mosaics were covered over as Islam prohibits images. They were not revealed until the 1930s, when Ataturk declared Hagia Sophia a museum. Blue Mosque The Sultan Ahmed Mosque was built between 1609-1617 by Sadifkar Mehmed Aga upon the order of Sultan Ahmed I, who ascended to throne at the age of 14 as the 14th Sultan of Ottomans. He was only 19 years old when he commissioned to build this great mosque to Sadifkar Mehmed Aga. He showed his dedication to the construction by personally working as laborer. He reigned the land of Ottomans, included three continents, for 14 years and he passed away when he was 28 years old. The Sultan Ahmed Mosque is a masterpiece built with the understanding of the great architect Shinan in the 17th century. When the Ottoman Turks built the mosque, they did not limit it only to a place of worship but rather a kuliye or jami, a large complex of buildings. Therefore, the Sultanimate Mosque also included a hospital, a madrasa, a higher educational institution, an emirate, a soup kitchen, a primary school, a market, bazaar, and a tomb for the members of the royal family. There was also a room for an astronomer, called Muvakathane Time House, where he made calculations of the times of prayer and other important occasions in the Muslim calendar. Today most of these buildings are used for different purposes and the Ottoman primary school, Sibian Mektabi, in addition to the main center inside the mosque, in which the visitors have chance to go in get information about the mosque and Islam by meeting the imam directly, is currently used as one of the mosque's info centers. Inside The beautiful decoration inside the prayer hall and the abundant light from windows give a feeling of serenity and attract people to the mosque. It is covered with carpet since the ritual prayer includes the act of prostration, putting one's forehead and nose on the ground. That's why Muslims take off their shoes before entering the mosque so that the space they pray on is also clean. Inside the mosque there are four very large pillars with a diameter of 5 meters. These are given the name Filpeye in Turkish which means elephant feet due to the resemblance to the sturdy feet of a huge elephant. On top of each pillar there is a quotation from the Quran written on a blue background with golden letters. These each represent a spiritual pillar of faith in Islam. Hippodrome in front of the Blue Mosque is the Hippodrome, where chariot races took place. It was also the scene of a series of riots during Justinian's rule. 
While construction started in AD 203, the Hippodrome was later added to and enlarged by Constantine. The Obelisk of Theodosius is an Egyptian column from the Temple of Karnak. It features 3,500-year-old hieroglyphics and rests on a Byzantine base. South of the obelisk are the remains of a spiral column of intertwined snakes. Erected at Delphi by the Greeks to celebrate their victory over the Persians, it was later transported to the Hippodrome, where the snakes' heads disappeared. Basilica Cistern One of the magnificent historical structures of Istanbul is the Basilica Cistern southwest of Hagia Sophia. This enormous underground cistern was built by the Byzantine Emperor Justinian, 527-565. Thanks to the marble columns rising from water level and seeming like countless in number it was nicknamed the Sunken Palace by the public. As there was a basilica where the cistern is today, it is also called the Basilica Cistern. The cistern is 140 meters in length, 70 minutes width and it is a giant rectangular structure. There are 336 columns in it with 9 meters height each. The columns compose 12 rows, with 28 columns in each row, standing way 4.80 meters from each other. The ceiling's weight is distributed to the columns through arches. The majority of the columns taken from older buildings once, consist of one whole oart of marble, whereas some of them consist of two parts. The column capitals are of different styles. 98 of them are Corinthian style, while others are of Doric style. Walls of the cistern, built 4.80 meters thick with bricks, and the brick floor were made waterproof by covering them thickly with Khorasan mortar. The cistern is 9.800 square meters and has the capacity of 100.000 tons of water storage. Except of some of the columns that are cornered or ribbed, the most are cylinder-shaped. Two Medusa heads used as plinths in the southwestern part of the cistern are masterpieces of sculpture art in the Roman period. The Basilica cistern underwent many restorations until today. In the Ottoman period, the cistern was restored twice. The first was in the 18th century, during the reign of Sultan Ahmed III. 1723a.d, architect Kayserili Mehmet Aga conducted the restoration. In the 19th century, during the reign of Sultan Abdul Hamid II. 1876-1909, the cistern underwent restoration again. Later a time eight columns to the middle part in front of southeast wall were embedded in a concrete wall losang their artistic outlook, during a restoration work taking place in 1955-1960 as they were in a danger of collapse. In the Byzantine period the cistern covered the water needs of the imperial palace and other residents living in this area, and it was in use for a period of time after the Ottoman conquest of Istanbul in 1453 when the gardens of Topkapi Palace were watered from the cistern. It seems that the Ottomans preferred running water to stagnant water and after they installed their own water system in the city, they gave up using the cistern water. It is not known where these Medusa heads were taken from brought in the cistern, yet they are the ones attracting visitors the most. Researchers in general believe that they were brought here simply to be used as column bases. However, this opinion is not totally convincing, so there are some myths about the Medusa heads. The cistern was forgotten for centuries, and finally P. Gilius, who came to Istanbul to conduct research on Byzantine remainders, discovered it and introduced it to the Western world. During one of his research trips while he was around Hagia Sophia, he was told that people were taking water with buckets out large well holes, they even caught fishes, so Gilius entered the cistern with a torch going down stone stairs in the backyard of a house. Under hard conditions P. Gilius took a tour around the cistern on a boat and determined where the columns were. 
He impressed many travelers after publishing his experiences in his travel book. In the Republica era, the cistern underwent restoration many times. In a comprehensive renovation work that took place between 1985 to 1987, 50.000 tons of mud were taken out and walking platforms were placed in the cistern, opening it for the visits of domestic and international tourists. The cistern, like in the past, is hosting fish once again. Istanbul Archaeology Museum Down the hill from the Top Tap Palace, the Istanbul Archaeology Museum is a must-see for anyone interested in the Middle East's ancient past. The main building houses an outstanding collection of Greek and Roman statuary, including the magnificent sarcophagi from the Royal Necropolis at Sidon in Lebanon, while a separate building on the same site, the Museum of the Ancient Orient, houses Hittite relics and other older archaeological finds. Grand Bazaar Make sure you hone your haggling skills before dipping into the mind-boggling Grand Bazaar. Just north of Divan Yolu, this labyrinth and medieval shopping mall consists of some 4,000 shops selling everything from carpets to clothing, including silverware, jewelry, antiques and belly dancing costumes. It's probably the most discombobulating and manic shopping precinct you could hope to experience. Sure, the touts are ubiquitous, but come prepared and you'll realize that it's part of the fun. It's also a great place to ramble and get lost which you will certainly do at least once. At first sight this mini-city appears to be an impenetrable latticework of tiny streets and alleys, on closer inspection the bazaar reveals a careful organization, with different sections for different products. Spice Bazaar Galata Tower Cross the Galata Bridge and cut uphill from Karakai towards the cylindrical Galata Tower. In its present form the tower dates from 1348, when Galata was a Genoese trading colony. Later it became a prison, an observatory, then a fire lookout before it caught fire itself in 1835. In 1967 it was completely restored as a supper club. Taksim Taksim is a busy nightlife, shopping, and dining area. Vintage trams shuttle along Istaklal Jadasi, the city's main pedestrian boulevard, which is lined with 19th-century buildings housing international shopping chains, movie theaters, and cafes.